What's up, guys? This is the Vinny Rock Podcast. This is a little different uh, what we're going to be doing today. Uh, we want to give you guys a little bit of insight of some of the behind the scenes of Brothers in Arms. And so me and Eli from Bandito's Armory recorded a podcast previously and had it edited. So you guys get to check that out. But before we get to that, let me give you some of the sponsors. You guys already know uh, this is sponsors for the Vinny Rock Podcast. is Temple 57. Temple 57 is a personal security company that uh, has jobs globally and right now currently looking for jobs for for looking for individuals who are qualified to be personal security in Los Angeles, California area. If you guys are interested, please go check them out. It's temple57.com. That's T-E-M-P-L-E 57.com. Let them know Vinny Rock sent you. <clears throat> Next, I want to talk about GMR Gold. You guys already know it's a subscription. Uh, I got the bullion box coming every every month. Um, I'm already registered for $200 a month, so I'm excited about that. I'm putting away money. I'm putting into a savings, uh, into a to a safe into my room, and it's something that I know is there whenever I need it. Uh, it's also going to be an easy way for me not to cash it out, so I don't spend it because money burns in my pocket like you wouldn't believe. So I just want to say, GMR Gold, you guys need to check them out. Give them a follow. Let them know Vinny Rock sent you. Uh, you guys want to check them out on Instagram? It's GMR Gold, uh, and uh, you guys from there. Hit them up. Check out Bullion Box as well. All right, you guys. You guys know I'm uh, near and dear to my heart. Is this uh, this company I started working with? This Core Medical Group. Um, they've been doing research for blood work for veterans coming back from overseas from the combat stress, have low testosterone. Um, these guys are doing the blood tests out there and giving them uh, an opportunity to get their levels back to normal. So if you guys remember, we had a podcast just before with Sydney. Uh, he talked all about it. If you guys have any questions, go check out that podcast again. Uh, and if you want, just go directly to them. It's Core Medical. Core Medical Group, you can you can check them out online or you can go to their Instagram at Core M-E-D-H-R-T. Check them out. You know, let them know. Vinny Rock sent you. Last but not least, you know my man, Willie Peach Chocolates. Willie Peach Chocolates, this guy, he makes the chocolates from his own house. He works He works on this on his own time. He actually just went full-time, 100% focused on Willie Peach Chocolate. We're also working on a salsa together that should be coming out here soon. But check him out. You can go to his website at WillyPeachChocolates.com or you can go to his Instagram at WillyPeachChocolateCo. All right, guys, don't forget, let them know that Vinny Rock sent you. Um, you know, you guys already know my other sponsorships. You know I own Lead Singers Whiskey. That's going good. We're super pumped about that. You guys have questions, hit up the Instagram. We can answer anything you have. You guys know Warfighter Tobacco is always out there, my favorite right now. If you're asking me what my favorite cigar is for the holidays, I'm going to say your Victory Blend. And if you cannot afford a Victory Blend, that's perfectly fine. The 762 Garrison is my personal favorite. So if you guys are looking to get someone a nice gift for, for the holidays, uh, you know, a bottle of whiskey and, and some cigars never hurt nobody. Check that out. Also, beard.com. That's B-E-A-R-D.com. That is uh, the creators and the founders of Throwbacks Barber Company here in Salt Lake City. So, you guys, um, no, more, no more further waiting. I'm going to send you off right now. You guys can check out. This is the recap of Episode 1, Brothers in Arms. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? The Vinny Rock Podcast. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about all kinds of weird shit. Uh, yes, so I'm here, obviously, with my boy, Eli. We both are um, United States Army veterans. Yeah. Uh, I served four years active duty with the 2nd and 75th Ranger Regiment. 
had several combat deployments and went on to do the Army Reserves and currently still serving as a drill sergeant in the Army Reserves as a sergeant first class. And judging from your hat, a Vietnam veteran. No, this is not, <laughs> this is not a Vietnam hat. This is my favorite hat because it looks like a Vietnam it hat, does. but it's not. So that's why I, my wife's like, I hate that hat. I was like, I love it. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, we have Eli. Eli, uh, yeah. what? Also Speaking to Army, the mic, Eli. Also an Army veteran. Yeah. Uh, what, four years uh, infantry. Yeah. Uh, Washington, 2ID, uh, 23rd? Okay. Has it been that long? Uh, got it it's like 223. Two, That's I know, I know I'm 223. Two, uh, what were you in basic? Fort, Fort, oh, Fort yeah, Sill? Yeah, that no, was an infantry no, soldier. No, you were at no, Fort Benning, but Fort what, Benning, which, yeah. uh, do you remember your, the name of it? Uh, your? 219 chart. Charlie, Charlie comes, yeah, Charlie 219. 219 was good. They, they, Charlie they, Rock. Did they call that Hell's Kitchen? Yes, I think. Yeah, I think yours was Hell's Kitchen, and mine was um, 258. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. My basic training experience was the easiest thing in the world because I was one of the first psychos that did the, uh, it was that transition period between, they were like, oh, we need what to start. 2005, January. Oh, dude. You missed the good of the war. <laughs> you were in the, you, were, you, were, you pretty much, you went to overseas how soon after? Uh, 2007. So we still had like, dude, you missed the two years of like my time was the craziest times of our career, 2004 to 2000. I'm telling war stories here, but that's <laughs> the time where like for 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 us being in was like the heart of what we were at, like what we were facing was the heart of it. And then and then when you start getting into 2000, 2007, 2008, the op tempo changed for us. Yeah, and that's so crazy. I got out in 2007. Yeah. Because it was during the surge when they were like, okay, you're going to the surge, and that's when like every every and their mom was there and you're yeah. just like oh we're all here now bro when i went to afghanistan we were peeing in, in tubes it was it was there wasn't established like oh you were okay so you yeah, were like dude, i mean we were intense right we were intense and then on one location we're intense we're pissing in tubes the other location we're in wood huts that are just getting built and it was like dude this is like this, that for us was the marriott dog this is the five star yeah you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Pass the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> it was so freaking lavish in there, dude. Oh, man. We had the sat phone. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I get a sat. Dude, because we lived out in sector. We lived in a cob. So we lived out in sector. Oh, nice. But when they did, um, when you'd actually go to base and do a rotation for two days at the mm-hmm. base, you're like, it's like a warm food. Yeah. All the good stuff. But basic training, it was the first, uh, it was the first experience where I think they were doing the Iraq or the overseas training kind of instead. immersion. Yeah, because you know, usually I think your last was at that last week where it's called, I forget what it's called during AIT. It's that infantry before you road march back. And yeah, get, I don't remember. Yeah. It's, it's um, a bivouac of some yeah, sort. Yeah, bivouac. Right? And ours was in an Iraq setting where it was tents. Mm-hmm. We didn't stay out in the field, we stayed in tents. You'd run a mission and you'd drive back every night and that was it. So you guys were, oh, you guys were legitimately doing like Iraq ops. Yeah for basic training it was the, wow. the first iteration of that plus it was like the first iteration where it was like try not to be we got it i mean i had a squirt like most of my platoon was e4s really yeah we had, guys coming back no it was dudes we had two that came back and it was we had i want to say 12 college students with degrees so out of out of our yeah. 40 people we had like 20 e4s I, dude that happens a lot now there's more people with degrees in basic training than there isn't isn't and you're just like these guys are smart. <laughs> like, Why are they here? Major <laughs> start with the max range of a 203. Uh, you know the answer. You're asking yeah. me? Yeah, I'm Why, sure you why, know the yeah. why you? <laughs> yeah, I can just tell you the noise it makes when it hits a house. Okay? <laughs> Jeez. 
Leave me alone. <laughs> Look it up. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I was checking my notes here, man. I want to talk about like how me and Eli met. We, you know, I started doing the entertainment space with a couple of my buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the boys, JT, Matt. And um, we met in Hollywood when he was working for another individual who does uh, incredible work for um, YouTube, and that's Freddie Wong. I saw Freddie. Yeah. And so we went for, it was a Christmas, it was a Christmas party. Yeah. That yeah. was literally the first time we yeah. got it. We met a Christmas party, and then Eli told me, I mean, uh, JT told me that you were uh, an interesting dude, and, and you're doing... What you were doing, uh, you were doing, what was the space is called? Like, I keep always forget the name of what visual you, effects, visual effects, yeah. And so, it was cool to be able to be in there in, in the world where I don't know very much of, but seeing an infantry dude doing visual effects for me was like, man, that's really impressive, man. And that's where I started wanting to get to know Eli a little bit more, but inadvertently. We produced a movie, and then we needed visual effects. And yeah, your guys got sick or something. Yeah, our guy actually came sick and actually came up sick and actually was uh, we pretty much had to go to the hospital, so he yeah. wasn't able to do it. And so, luckily, we reached out to you, and you were able to finish it for us. And that kind of, saw, you know, made, made the relationship a lot closer. And then from there, we just continued to do work together. Uh, every time we were around each other, it just seemed really natural. And it was fun. And, and, and in the space of just dudes, you never want to be a, like do business with someone who's ego. You know, you never want to do business with someone who's selfish. And, and you always want to do business with people you feel are just generally good people. And so, I, I remember hitting up Eli saying, hey, man, I have this interesting idea I want to do. Um, I'm not sure what you're doing right now, but if you're interested, like, I would love to talk more about it. And then, boom, now you have Bandito's Armory. Here we have it. That's crazy. he trusted me. I did. Uh, yeah, it's true. You Like, when you meet people, you usually know pretty quick. He's like, do I want to do anything? Like, am I going right. to get along with this guy? Uh-huh. Or, like, for, for me, it's like, do you get along with them? And then are they driven? Because it's like... You always want to surround yourself with successful people or people that are mm-hmm. driven. That way, your drive is based off of theirs. You're always pushing yeah, forward. They, so they say something to the fact that, like, look at the five people that you surround yourself with, and that's pretty much where, where you see yourself, right? Like, if they're very, very successful, you, you potentially see yourself as successful. You start to act a lot like the people you hang around with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... You rise up or you... They ditch you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of a new thing we're going to be doing here. Um... You guys last night saw the episode. It is our first episode. It's the long-awaited journey of what we've been doing for so long, and we've had to keep under wraps because of History Channel's contracts and everything else, right? Yep. But super exciting. Um, you guys know we moved to Utah, uh, moved my family, the kids. We, we, we picked them up from Texas, moved to Utah, um, and we are doing business currently in Ogden. Ogden, Utah. Home Ogden. of? Uh, home of? Browning. Browning, mm. the the godfather, if you will, one of the godfathers of American uh, firearms. Yeah, and science. And and science. Explain no, that. I, no, I don't think that's true. It's not true at all. That's that's false. It's completely false. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I was trying to stop. I was trying to sound you got to stop saying things like that. You're really confusing me. Because I Rock believe up. you. Because I believe you. I'm like, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> huh? Who <laughs> figured? Uh, I had no idea. Um. We wanted to do this show where we can kind of give you the behind the scenes of the episode. Uh, some things maybe not, maybe didn't see some of the some of the issues we had. Maybe some of the fun times we had as well. Uh, we'll be doing this for each episode. So you guys, if you're interested in more information, you can find us on either Instagram or YouTube or all the different platforms. We'll have them look. We'll have them listed at the end of the video. Um, but for now, how crazy is it to get this thing finally going, bro? It's a weird feeling because it's uh, I, well, I don't know how to react. Is that like you're on TV? 
It's that's just, the thing. Yeah. It's like, we've been doing this for so long. It's funny. If you do something for Instagram, it's immediate gratification. You upload it. Everyone sees it. They like it. It's cool. When you're filming a TV show, you film it and it could be two months, five months, 10 months, a year later. And all of a sudden it's on there. And that is like the anticipation I've never expected. And it's frustrating to not be able to see the fruit of your labors. Nothing. You don't have control over it. It is, it is, they're filming what we're doing, our day-to-day activities, our struggles, our everything. And you're just like, I don't know how this is going to work. And then you're waiting. And then it's, it's vulnerable putting your life out there. It's vulnerable mm-hmm. putting our, our business out there. Um, we're trying to make a successful business and already a, a field of, of plenty, plenty other professionals out there doing a good job in it. Right. Like, yeah any kind of, uh, what are we doing? Fabricating, uh, you know what I mean? Weapons development, um, you know, antique, um, restorations. Like this isn't easy stuff, but there's a lot of people in the space trying to do that as well. Yeah. What made us think that we were going to do better? I have no idea. <laughs> I look at two Mexicans and be like, you're the, you, we're going to follow you two. It's like, gonna, really? Yeah. We're going to figure well, it out. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Well, we have an amazing team behind us. You guys know that. You guys see them on the show. Um, Mike, Chris, and Zach, those dudes uh, have definitely been able to help us in the places that we didn't know. But the one thing we do know, or we felt we were comfortable with, is helping grow the social media. And so that's the other reason why we're doing this. These behind the scenes. First episode. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You moving six kids and a wife. But dude, it was here. Two moving trucks. It, it was insane. It was insane. And then the dogs and every stop. The cool thing, we did stop at um, Four Corners. Four Corners was cool because it's one of those places you hear about, you know, and be able to finally check that out. Um, I have no idea what Four Corners is. You know what Four is. Corners is? Four Corners is. Those of you who don't know, which you, you everyone should know. Um, <laughs> what is it? You know, it's funny. I'm saying this and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess this up. It's Four Corners is, is a spot where four different states meet and it creates this corner you know what i mean and you can actually stand in or you can lay down in all four states at once and in those corners is oof this is gonna be a test here colorado utah arizona and nevada i think it's nevada don't look at me yeah. this so, is you're on the spot yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's right so yeah so it's out of nevada, nevada, nevada carry the one yes yeah, i'm right <laughs> So, so yeah, so you, you can essentially lay in all four states. What was that four state? Yeah, it was Nevada. What's the other two? Then you got Colorado, Arizona, Utah. I'm gonna trust you. Yeah, Yo, trust me, trust me, because we You're drove, like in Hawaii. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Alaska's in there somewhere. Yeah. Four corners. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google it. Uh, either way, that was one of the cool things on the trip. It took us a long time. Uh, we stopped to do that, and we got in. We moved into our place, getting the kids situated in new school. And then also trying to make a successful business. And if it if the business fails, well, then there was no point to move here, right? Yeah. Like, like we just kind of we risked it all. Um, and right now, um, now that the show is airing, you know, the business is going. It's going. I guess we'll see tomorrow more. <laughs> if it's <laughs> a successful business, <laughs> our side's successful. Oh my goodness! But no, everything's <laughs> been good. Let's see. We built. In this episode, you guys saw us do the tank. Tank. The tank restoration, which is insane. That was fun. Uh, we did I, the... I mean, kind of. I had to clean it. Your ass walked away. <laughs> like, Eli, oh, great. I have, well, emails. I have emails and phone calls to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, I swear, every time I walk in, you're talking to Christy. <laughs> Baby. What's up, Joe? <laughs> um, the blunderbuss? Yep. That was cool. That was cool. And, uh, and what else? Do we, what else? Do we nice do? bruise right here. Oh, dude. I forgot about that. Yeah, that mother. Ooh. Kicked. Yeah. Yeah, we can cuss on this, can't we? Can, can we? We'll bleep it if we don't. Yeah. I don't know. Can we cuss? This is our world right now. Yeah. So we <laughs> I was like, I even we thought did. about it. Do I say that? After yeah, me? I did it too. And I actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did it first. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of us. That was cool, man. Um, one of the funny things, one of the things I remembered was, what was that? A 10 gauge, dude. Yeah. Wow. I never shot a 10 gauge. Um, I anticipated there was going to be some kick. You know, I've held a shotgun wrong before and bruised my bicep. You know, when I was working at the prison system, we had to shoot him a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, I caught my bicep and just, it was bruised. And I kept thinking in my head, like, do not do that with this. Like, this seems worse. And so, no, it, it kicked like hell. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to be able to shoot like a baseball. Like, to see the baseball go. That thing whizzed. Bro, you can see it, but you couldn't see it. It was like, I know it went this way, but I don't know exactly where it went. It ripped the cover off. It is what it looked like. And then the rest of it, it, it was just, else. remember it like curved? Yeah, and it like was like a zoop, man, was over that mountainside like, or that, that hill. Was yeah, I was hoping it didn't hurt any goats. <laughs> Steve! My bad. <laughs> it's where is we met Steve? Steve the goat. Is it Steve? It was Steve, right? I think it's, it might be Steve. Either way, that goat is cool. Um, then we changed. We changed the... Uh, the muzzle. We put the um, the spread one on. Mm-hmm. Which one did we shoot the the fruit with? Well, we used it was the, onions. It was like field onions. Do we had onions? We had apples. Oh we my god! That the apple the onions is what made that smell the, like. I think the onions were spoiled. Or, yeah. bur- or I guess when they burnt like that. <laughs> Whatever. And you, when you mix it with every other fruit, those things still smell like that. Did you still, they're still at the office. I know. I still <laughs> grab it. And I'm like, oh, God. you're just a dude. <laughs> and you know it smells bad. You still, every time you, you grab it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Yeah, we um, did the, yeah, the baseball first. And then we loaded the fruits in there. Yeah. And that was cool. Had at it. And you know, it just missed it. And it just like sprinkled back and came back, back in our mouth. <laughs> Such a bad idea. Yeah. Well, it was fun. It was fun. Definitely fun. And then we blew uh, we blew, blew the house. Yeah. Shed. It was just sitting there. <laughs> we didn't need that anyways. No. <laughs> just explode it. But let's load as much explosives as possible inside it. Yeah, that's the fun part of what we do, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the tank. Dude, Colonel, Colonel Watt. That was cool. That was cool to be able to talk to him. And, and you know the funny thing? Didn't know the history behind him and tanks. And so he was just like, oh, yeah, I have a lot of history. This is, this is my career pretty much field. Early on in his career was understanding all the tanks. So having him there and being able to do that for them uh, was super cool. But just the task of, of getting this tank to where it needed to be and seeing from where it was and then what you guys turned it into. I mean, obviously, I helped a little bit here, but I just was pretty impressed with the way we did that. That was a, that was a cool one. It turned out amazing, especially when you see, like, the beginning project and then the final project, yeah. like how it turned yeah. out. You're like, holy shit. That yeah. was, that's the same crazy. Google. Crazy. And then they mounted an M2. Yeah. That was fun driving that thing. I was, I was nervous at first, but then, uh, then it was actually pretty easy. But like when you sit there, like I obviously don't know anything what's on there besides how to turn it on and how to turn it off. And you have to, you had to like, uh, 
do a little turn here, turn on this switch here, a little bit here. And so like this little system of how to get it on was intimidating enough. But then to look up and see all the other buttons and all the other gadgets, I'm like, dude, whoever drove this thing like really in combat, like that dude had to know what every single thing did and what it meant. I was like, man, I'm glad I was never a tanker. I was like, like that to me, that world was so different, man. Compared to like a striker, you ever sit in the driver's I, I seat? I've seen the driver's seat. Yeah, I've never, no, dude, I've always been the guy in the back. Bro, it's like, it's like auxiliary power on. Bro. Drive. It's a pickup Done. truck. Yeah, it is oh, legit yeah. a pickup truck. It's like you flip a switch. Yeah, it's like two switches and then you flip it up to turn yeah. the engine on and then from park. I had a mission drive. one time. It was actually, we we're doing a, a training mission in Afghanistan and I was new in the military and I had my night vision on. And you know, you do IR light and you have night vision, you use IR light so you can see. Yeah. No. And so I couldn't find that IR light. And for some reason they said, put the Sergeant Major and the Colonel in the back of my truck and I'm driving off the road, which in Afghanistan means freaking landmines left and right. And I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so nervous right now. I'm going to kill all of us because I can't find the IR light switch. And I'm trying to look like, they're like, you know what you're doing there, son? Roger that, Sergeant Major. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to say, not in, not in front of a Sergeant Major or no, anything. Like, mm -mm -mm. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I had enough trouble with just a, a Humvee, dude. Like, that tank was, that was pretty crazy, man. Bro, driving with, driving with just the, the screen is the worst experience ever. Because you have no, like, at night when it's uh, it's the IR uh, camera. Yeah. And you can't see anything. Yeah. And then you just have your ground guides. It's like, like no peripheral vision, right? Like, none. And you have no depth where it's like, there's a turn coming up. It was like a two count or something. It's yeah. like one, two. Well, you know, the difference between a striker is that the strikers that we had had four tires and they were rubber. Yeah. Eight. Well, four, four on each side. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, that's a car. Yeah, that's a car. <laughs> four, on each, four on each side. So it was eight tires and they were rubber, like big rubber. And so they were essentially really quiet compared to a tank. And then we had that tank, man. That thing moves. You hear, I mean, it's just beating the ground. Oh, yeah. And so it was super different feeling. It was it was interesting to be inside of it. It wasn't too far reminiscent of a striker, but at the same time, like that's a whole different beast, man. And, and, and the cool is like I had a bunch of guys messaging me and be like, dude, if you need another tank ride, you need a guy who can drive a tank, man. Hit me up, bro. You got I got I got. And I'm like, I, I, no, no, bro. <laughs> Probably the only tank we'll ever do. Yeah, it was a lot of work. A lot of work. It was a lot of work. You know what was difficult? Retrofitting that rifle, that uh, the the 50 cal into the tank yeah i don't know how like that ended up happening just putting it in was difficult on our end because we're putting half it in the inside the other half on the outside the barrel to the outside make sure that it fit into the mount that was fabricated and it also had to work with the existing parts that are in the tank i mean i don't think people understand also headspace and timing on on a, on a 50 cal headspace and timing essentially is making sure that that it all chambers correctly at the same time everything's moving so that it extracts the round and enters another round and then still fires that round based on everything all the moving parts right and so you have to put the barrel in at a certain length at a certain distance and as well as you have to make sure it's measured so it's perfect a little too far you'll have a you'll have a malfunction it'll fire once and it won't it won't rechamber and in another way it won't even strike and so you have this interesting dynamic of trying to headspace and time it and that, and that means it's pretty much anytime you're in combat you have to headspace and time your 50 cal every like, time you're every, leaving every time you're leaving every time you're if you take it off you dismount you take it off you put it back on headspace and timing and that's to make sure that this weapon is going to fire at a full automatic rate 
when you need it to. And that's what it's all about. And so for us to headspace and timing in this space is, is hard. It was, it was like, it was something that I've never even thought that was going to be a difficult task. And then all of a sudden, Oh crap. Here's something that we didn't think about. <laughs> Cause I had to screw in the barrel. I was screwing in the barrel. It's like, no, a little more, yeah. little more click. Cause you're doing off clicks too. Right. Now you're doing you off click, clicks. Yeah. And then you're looking at that side peephole where right. it's like, okay, you're good. It's like, ah, a little more out. And then you've, man, it's it was, been, it it's tough. been a decade since I did headspace, headspace and timing. Yeah. Those, those, those perishable skills you forget that you have, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I used to know how to do this. It's going to give me a minute to, re- to remember how to do this again. <laughs> Look up on YouTube. It's like, uh, dude, I, I remember uh, my EIB. That's what, that's right. Like the EIB <laughs> oh, yeah. expert, expert infantry badge. Like you have to practice all this stuff. And I remember headspace and timing was one of them. And that's why I know it so well, because I did it so much for that practice either way. But, uh, no, I had a good time with that one, man. It was, it was cool seeing the guys come together and cool seeing everyone on, on the show and, and, uh, the way it turned out. It was, it was, uh, I don't know. It's cool to see being a part of my has been good. And luckily, I mean, a business isn't built on two men alone. Um, we got our counterparts. You got, you know, Zach, Mike, and uh, Chris. And I mean, I can't say I can't say nothing more. But these guys have been an incredible part of the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we. It's like uh, yin and yangs, but then we're more like puzzle pieces. Like we all are able to work off each other and fit really well. And and again, even when there is some brush back or some. You know, some, some tension. Stress. Yeah, we're able to kind of, we know what the goal is. We, we can identify that this is a mission that we really enjoy. And I think we all seem to find our ways through it. But like, like Mike is, is really, he's like an operations. He, he's the guy that, he's, he's in, in the military term in my head, he's my sergeant, right? Yeah. He's my NCO. He's a non-commissioned officer. He's the guy that says, like, here's the mission. Here's what I need to do. Can you get it done? And he finds a way to get it done. He'll direct traffic. He'll, he'll talk to the guys. He'll delegate his work down to the, lower, to the lowest level and make sure the work is done. And so it's really important to have a guy like him who knows his job, who knows my job, who knows Eli's job, and can really do all of our jobs if we needed to if I, could, if I had to step out. And so having Mike Davis there is really and, – and it, does, it helps that he's a big, intimidating dude. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike to me is – if you've seen We Were Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Sergeant, the Sergeant Major. Sergeant uh, Major. Yeah. It's like, good day, Sergeant Major. What do you know about a good goddamn day? <laughs> Ro- Roger, Mike. Roger, You're Mike. Right. <laughs> That's Mike. You know. He doesn't smile, doesn't laugh. Yeah. Gets his shit done. He knows what he's doing. Which is good, man. You know, and then, and then you got Zach. Zach. Zach is like our mad scientist, right? Like, Zach is, he's, he's a little weird, quirky. He's not, you know. But the guy knows everything and can think out of, of the box on everything, and which is huge for like being creatives. Like, like we're trying to create something that that is different. We're trying to think outside that box. And when you have the guy who is the hands-on creative of the team who thinks outside the box and also is so damn knowledgeable on the history of USA, it like blows my mind how much this dude knows. He's a human Wikipedia. Yeah, and, and you know, I know sometimes he's long-winded, and you guys will see this in the rest of the season. He, he can get a little long-winded, and we, we give him shit about it all the time. Sometimes. <laughs> but it's because he has that much to say, and it actually is like important information. So I'm always like, uh, you're going to have to cut that out a little bit. <laughs> Trim it down. Yeah, can well, you, Eli. Can you dumb it down for me? Just a bit. <laughs> that phrase, dumb it down. <laughs> Comes from 1862 when it's like, oh God, here we go, here we go again. Uh, I love it, man. I love it. 
That's so funny. I, li- I like when he repeats one of our, something we said to, to, to Chris, <laughs> as if Chris doesn't understand our language. You know, like, yeah. like, hey, Chris, I'm going to need you to uh, to do this. And he goes, oh, Chris, he, what he needs you to do. And I'm like, I just said the same this. way you did. Like, what made you think you had to interpret that for me? <laughs> he does do but he says Chris, the same sentence. Yeah, but him and Chris work so well together. Somehow it's true. <laughs> he knows how to talk to Chris. And Chris has his own language barrier yeah. with us. <laughs> Chris doesn't know how to talk to anybody. Oh, my God. Those two work together real well, though, man. Like, it's, uh, they're their own yin and yang shoot. That's exactly what it is, you know? Yeah. Chris, it's amazing when you, when you, if you judge a book by its cover, and you know, you're going to say, Chris is, who knows what Chris does. Like, if you just go into our shop and say, what does Chris do? Like, I don't know, he, he looks like a hardworking dude, but I don't know. No, that guy is the brains of the, all the machinery. Like, the machinery. He understands how to fabricate stuff that, out of nothing. I've watched him use those computers. Have you seen those computers? You yeah. know all the math that goes into those computers and everything else. And the I've watched systems them, like, and everything. I'm like, there's no way he really knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's the dude that you would be sketched out if he was like, oh, man, I can make that for you. It's like, I don't know. It's yeah, like, I it's may, a very important part on I a car. I need, I need a snorkel. Uh, uh, I, need, I, need, I need an orange. And, and, and you're like, what are you going to make with that, Mike? Yeah. I'm going to make it explode. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, make it big. Uh, <laughs> so what we need here is uh, we're going to fabricate a piece of metal. My favorite. Yeah. Oh, man. One of the things. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't even, I want, I can't even talk about I can't talk about the one thing he says. We'll just wait. <laughs> All the things he says. <laughs> he has so uh, many good ports. Watching Chris work on the diesel engine. Because it's like a semi truck. You just kind of know what it is. Yeah, all the same. And you're like. <laughs> I love that guy. Man, I love that guy. Everything he does. Oh, he is. Popping funny. out of the fucking thing. Yeah. Everything. You're just like. It's super funny. Oh, he's working on the engine. And then he's a genius at yeah. what he does. Yeah, he is. You just don't don't know it from when he speaks. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, probably the biggest challenge besides the, besides, uh, you know, retrofitting that 50 cal was the track. I didn't realize how heavy the track was. I've heard, I've heard people talk about the tracks and like, oh, we threw a track and how painful that was. But crazy to see what that was like trying to put that on how heavy it was and then when we finally got it close still needing you know that 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 one tool fabricated just so we can get it tightened and loosened yeah just to have the the track do that yeah. half inch or yeah, whatever it's like exactly an inch and that was something that we, we had chris doing chris if you guys we, we call him chris or mccafferty i don't know everyone calls him different names but you guys might know him as mccafferty but chris mccafferty is the one who actually fabricated that so that we can actually loosen and and tighten the track and that's when we finally were able to get it done that's what we used we used that tool to actually get it done and boom there you have it we have it now we have a track on an old damn tank i mean he's the one that uh Remember, it was sideways when we laid the track down. We were like, okay, how do we lay this out? How do we even rotate this thing? Because yeah. it is 2,500. It's a ton. Yeah. And you're like, this is not moving. He's the one that actually was like, well, we'll get to, we'll get to forklift. Yeah, he used a forklift. He used a forklift. He, he pushed it out. Him, just him using a forklift is like someone using chopstick on sushi. Like, yeah. this dude is, like, skilled. We like, used a forklift, and then he was like, well, now we need to flip it, so we're going to use them tie thingies. Yeah. He doesn't use the most elegant words, but... <laughs> He gets it done and he flipped it, rotated it, laid it out. He's uh, like, here we go, man. Yeah, that was cool, man. Dude, he crushed it. Yep. One more thing I wanted to hit. All right. The slow motion eating is in this episode. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, Rocco on his diet. How you guys flip in things that you may see that we do on Instagram. You know, yeah. It's a flavor in the show. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and, you know, stay tuned because I'm going to actually 
you know, soon post the real version of that. You know, I mean, have fun with that. Yeah. So, uh, Rocco, how good is your dieting? Uh, yeah. I struggle. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a stressful eater. What is it, a stress eater? Yeah, eat? stress eater. Yeah, I'm a stress eater. When I'm stressed out, I eat. I stress out, I eat. And, like, you guys probably seen on the episode, we were able to, you know, getting the show off, we were able to kind of promote our own capabilities, what we wanted to do for the show. Um, some things were thumbs up, some things were thumbs down, some things you're never going to see on the show, some things you'll see that we'll take and we'll upload it on social media ourselves anyways. Yeah. Right? And so, um, you ever see the, the scene where, you know, the slow motion eating was something that we thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, the scene itself, yeah, it goes down like that. These guys give me shit and I'm trying to eat right. You know, Christy's making me some, sal- some salads and some, some healthy meals, you know. Um, and these dudes go and get in and out. One of my favorite places to eat. You know, they get a burger. You're eating like a rabbit. I know, I'm trying. Would you say, well, one of my favorite lines you said was because you're so overweight, Mother Mary has diabetes. <laughs> your your <laughs> tattoo. My tattoo on my back has diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good uh, well, it's funny because the whole thing, it was frustrating because we were taking a bath one day. Like, sometimes we'll do these bath bombs. You know what I mean? It's like our date night, you know? We'll do a glass of wine and hang out and talk about the day of the kids and all that. It's kind of a cool little thing that we do. It's like, you got to find those moments. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And we found moments in like, you know, where the kids are all going to sleep. Let's get a bath bomb because that's weird and it's kind of the cool thing right now. Let's get some wine. Let's hop in the bath and let's just talk about the day. You know what I mean? And we, the first time we did this, dude, in the new house, right? I get in there and no joke, water comes out. And I was like, oh, dude, that's embarrassing. And I get it. Like, maybe it was my fault. One, I put way too much water in there, right? But two, I forget that, like, my big old butt got to get in this damn bathtub. And then just everything just starts coming out. And it was just a mess, dude. So that was the other thing I said. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. It's time to make changes. Time to change things up in my life a little bit. But you guys will get to see um, a lot of stuff that we do like that. It's not normal that you're going to see that on, on a television show. And so what we, we've been given the opportunity to do things like that. And um, like I said, some stick, some don't. And sometimes you're going to get to see it on the show. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you'll see it on social media. So hope you guys get to enjoy those. And, and you'll get to see a little bit like, like the style of what we do on social media already. Yep. But the team is incredible. We've been very fortunate to, to be able to find these guys and, um, you know, put together this team. And hopefully we can just keep these guys happy and everyone stays happy and we find more success and, and create more crazy, crazy things out there. Yeah. Right? That's cool. the goal. That is the goal. That's it, man. That's the first episode right there, huh? Yeah. I wasn't sure how long that was going to take us to, to, to do, but pretty easy. Yeah? Yeah, we crushed it. it. I felt pretty good about that. You guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, again, don't forget to tune in next Tuesday. And then the next day, you can see the behind the scenes that we do for episode two. Um, if you guys have any questions, anything you guys want want us to add next time, Hit us up, shoot a message, the link's down below, and uh, we'll get it to you. All right, guys, thank you. This is Banditos, and we're out of here. I did it.